Hi, with Julian on the brown note and a review of Freddie Gibbs, Soul Sold Separately. <coughs> Freddie Gibbs is uh, Frederick Jamal Tipton from Gary Indiana and is my favourite rapper. Um, he, if you ask me which rapper would I be most excited to learn that a new album was coming out tomorrow, it would probably be joint between Pusha T and Freddie Gibbs, which denotes how much of an old head I am given that both of these guys are in that hard edge, old school vein. Um, they have nothing in common with Travis Scott or Playboy Carti or any of the, you know, Instagram rappers. Um, they, there's always this war in hip hop between the old and the new. Um, for me, it's always a war between the good and the crap and I've, I love the first two Playboy Carti albums, um, but a whole lot of Redwood's terrible. Um, but a lot of the music that is a, is adjacent to these people is terrible. Um, and that's been the argument, you know, oh, you just like old head music, you don't. I, I, I do like new music, actually. As soon as Chief Keef came out, I was all over that. I featured that on my radio show from um, I Don't Like Coming Out uh, in 2011 or whenever that was. So that's not true. Freddie for me is he's got everything because he's so technically virtuistic. It's unbelievable. As good as anyone flow wise, like as fast as he can go, as melodic as he can go, uh, the poeticism, um, the humor. Uh, he's just he reminds me of um, DMX almost because he talks about some real dark stuff, but he can also be really funny as well in an album now that is um, full of skits, but I really <coughs> came to like him because of his collaboration albums like everyone else. Piñata and Bandana with Mad Lib were two of the best rap albums of the last decade. Long form projects with one producer is what he's become synonymous with, and that is another thing in the modern era of multiple guest spots and multiple producers that <coughs> doesn't really happen as much as it used to. Um, the way the streaming charts work is that people like Drake make an album with 25 tracks on so that they get 25 times the streams, which is gaming the system. So they just put these albums together by committee featuring everybody. Uh, and Freddie Gibbs coming out with Mad Lib and doing two whole albums and then two whole albums with The Alchemist. Something that has also raised the appreciation of Mad Lib and The Alchemist, who were regarded as legends. But... Now, really, so. Uh, he did Fetty and Alfredo with The Alchemist. He's done about five solo albums as well. Shadow of a Doubt, You Only Live Twice might be the um, the two high points from the middle of the last decade. This is, you know, he's done like nine studio albums, like proper full release, not mixtapes, actual studio albums over the last decade. Um, so this one, Soul Soul Strepidly, is... A change in pace for him because it's a multi-producer album which is very unusual for what he's been come well known for um, and like Pusha T he usually has very few features on his single producer albums usually people like Pusha T or Rick Ross um, but here he gets a lot more people involved and it has a thematic um, concept album about it which reminds me for some reason of the Arctic Monkeys, that Foxtrot Hotel album. No, that's Wilco. The one that they were on the moon, Tranquility Base Hotel. It reminds me a bit of that. It feels like he's in this weird hotel in space. 
At the same time, it's in Vegas for some reason. Um, this is, for me, a middling album by my favourite rapper who has the highest strike rate of anyone out there, I think. Um, one of the problems on this album is that the features that aren't the old heads, um, like Track 3, Pain and Strife features Offset, and it's just a bit dull. Um, and the other thing is people have praised this album for having lots and lots of different styles of hip-hop from around America. But I wish they'd done that much more so. Um, like, we get um, Kay Trinada on track four, Zipper Bags, and I just wish that he'd be more in the direction of his own music. And it's just like a minimalist. It could have been anyone producing it. And if they say that he references lots of different hip-hop from around America, um, it's. I wish that he'd done it in a much more sort of maximalist way. Um, but his flow is peerless, and it... it it's the thing that carries the album. Um, him, his, his flow, like on um, Too Much, is unbelievable, but the track itself ends up being quite uninteresting. Moneybag doesn't end up being an interesting feature either. The One of the most reliable guys and one of the most analogous to Freddie Gibbs and Pusha T has become bizarrely Rick Ross, who only shows up on... Um, the, he, like Sometimes he's one of the only two features on an album by Pusha T or um, Freddie Gibbs and rightly so because again he's great here um, the Lobster Omelette track that has Rick Ross on it it immediately drops away from the silliness into much more dark um, introspective uh, and painful lyrics which Freddie Gibbs is so good at um, he can he can do all of those sort of goofy off about you know selling drugs or whatever, but then drop into some really painful personal stuff, and he does that almost like he's stepping up to Rick Ross being on that track. Uh, there's lots of skits on this album, and there's lots of mentions of rabbits, which I kind of like. I kind of like the whole space hotel rabbit fixation going on here. There's nice production on that space rabbit track. Um, and I thought I thought the skits are pretty funny. <laughs> a lot of people complained about them being nonsensical. I thought they were amusing, like old old school skits where they would just talk rubbish. Um, Feel no pain, definite highlight uh, on paper. Anderson Park and Raekwon, and it sounds like a Wu Tang groove, which is made. Raekwon's performance here is just perfunctory. He doesn't really bring his A game, but it immediately made it, made me want a old school RZA produced Wu-Tang versus Freddie Gibbs album because that would just be amazing I just want a Freddie Gibbs album where he's got like Method Man and Ghostface Killer and everyone on it because it would be so amazing uh, and I really like the groove on that track as well um, Joe Rogan turns up on Ke with his um, Kevlar underwear which I thought was pretty funny on Rabbit Vision um, but there's there's a few too many ordinary tracks on here. PYS uh, and Rabbit Vision are both ordinary tracks in a row, and there's quite a few ordinary tracks on here. Dark Hearted with James Blake. James Blake's turned up a few times as a producer on hip hop records, and that's the best track on the album. Great production and superb uh, performance. Again, dark, introspective um, lyrics. The flow is a masterclass. Freddie Gibbs has a masterclass flow. 
the speed, the dexterity, the nimbleness, it's just absolutely fantastic. And then after that high point, we actually get Pusha T on a track, Gold Rings. And again, it's another superb track. Um, and I think Pusha T's verse actually is probably the best guest verse on the whole album. He brings his A game, absolutely top draw stuff. Um, so tracks like that are just amazing, but they're probably only 50% of the album. Um, the next few play out aren't that interesting. Actually, the last one on the, the bonus track, um, Decoded, features another old head, Scarface. And that he's, he's really good as well. He sounds animated and bringing, you know, he's, he's up to it. Raycon sort of glides through it. But Scarface sounds really quite animated. Uh, and it's a much better track than probably half the album. Um, CIA before that actually is Mad Lib, so I think Mad Lib and The Alchemist both turn up for one track each, but everyone will be waiting for them to do a whole album project again. Um, the other thing I really like about this is Freddie Gibbs is 40, and I think like at one stage um, dance music used to be really ageist because of the genre, because of where it was, and now you look at places like Ibiza in the big clubs and Half of those DJs are like 55 because they haven't stopped playing. And rap was even worse. It was like, turn them out if they're over 25. Um, and it was always this thing that, that that was okay. But now you see people like Pusha T and Freddie Gibbs being at the vanguard uh, and being the age they are. I think that's awesome. Uh, I love the fact that Freddie Gibbs is right on point. Um, one of the most interesting rappers out there has a big profile, but is still considered underground. Um, this is probably one of his less interesting albums for me. I will play it a few times over and over until I get bored, but um, it doesn't compare to any of his probably seven or eight great albums from the last 10 years. So Soul Sold separately from Freddie Gibbs, I'm gonna give a seven out of 10. <laughs> 